0: From exploring the rich culture and history, to discussing the challenges and joys of immigrating to a new country, this podcast offers a thoughtful and engaging look at life in the Western Balkans. This is the Balkan Adventures Podcast. Everyday life and experiences in the Western Balkans. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Balkan Adventures Podcast with me, David Bailey. Last year, well about this time last year actually, I interviewed Jose Angelo Galagos, a YouTuber and filmmaker from California. Jose had just arrived in Luka, having previously produced and published Bittersweet Bosnia, his first film about BIH on YouTube. We talked about filmmaking, social media, the region, the country and much more, especially what attracted a Mexican-American to come to this part of the world. So it was a real treat to find out that Jose, whose latest project is a film about Albania, was coming back to Banja Luka. So we met up and spent a fast and furious 20-hour creativity camp here in the village. We discussed many tech tips and tricks, and for me, it was a chance to fly a pro drone for the first time. Okay, and some rakia was consumed, but we did find some time just to sit down in the sun And catch up. You've come back to Bosnia-Herzegovina. We last spoke, was it a year ago? Yeah. At the Hotel Bosnia, we did a podcast. Um, One thing I like about the cars in this country is you can always tell that in the countryside that they're, they're like, not perfect. Did you hear that? That was an absolute ace squeal of a fan belt that is most probably going to cause that engine so much work. But no, you came here a year ago. We talked, we sat in the center of Banja Luka, I remember, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about what brought somebody from California... Mm-hmm. to bosnia and if you want to find out about what jose's answer was to that i'll put a link to um that podcast but you're back Yep.
1: the balkans bit you seriously if you've come back again it's been five years in a row now my mom gets angry at me why are you going to the balkans you got your, you got your family back in mexico um so yeah i can't believe it it's five years in a row been consistent and I don't want it I don't want to lose sight of that I want to continue coming every summer
0: funny that you were mentioning your mum because last night you had to get up from the table here yes and uh, your mother was calling you so family means a lot in, absolutely in, for Mexican people how do you sort of like equate the family the way the feeling of family in in the Mexican culture to the very, very strong effects of family here in the Balkans?
1: Family is, I think, my story of becoming, being an immigrant in America. And um, that is one of the values that has been instilled in me from the beginning. Always take care of your family, always be loyal, always support them. And coming to the Balkans, I, the people I've formed relationships with here that started off with friends um, are, fa- are my family too. And it's like, Mom, I have to go see my other family over there. I have my family of Serbians. I have my family of people in Bosnia. And now I want to expand that and have family all over uh, the Balkans. Uh, But that is uh, something that's very instilled with me.
0: How difficult has it been to accept Balkan culture?
1: For me, coming from Northern
0: Europe, from the United Kingdom, it it was, I have to be honest with you, a, a huge shock to the way of life here, to the way of life that I had experienced before. And it's taken me somewhere in the region of 15 years mm-hmm. to get used to it. And I don't think I'm still there, if I can use that phrase. I mean, you're coming from even further afield mm-hmm. from
1: me. Mm-hmm. Is it easy to accept? I'm very progressive with my views. So at times it does, uh, can be a bit frustrating of how some people aren't as accepting to new things. Let's say being gay as one one issue or being coexisting with different cultures and accepting everyone for the way they are and whatever so that but i see that as an opportunity to let's talk about that let's be uncomfortable and hash out everything but i think what i have been able to do is just un- tell everyone that you know we're all the same we're all going through some challenge through through, through some problems and we just need to be kind to each other. And um, by doing that, I think in, in, in these conversations, and they see that I'm trying to do that for them. I'm trying to show them, hey, you know, the whole world thinks, you know, Serbians are, are bad people, but I'm trying to show that that's not the case. That's, that's your politics. Same with people in Bosnia. I'm trying to show, you know, people for who they are. So uh, it does get frustrating, but I do understand why people think the way that they do and, you know, because they're brainwashed with media. Um, but it's... Uh, I always see that as an opportunity. Actually, let's, let's, have, let's, let's have a discussion about that.
0: If people go to your YouTube channel, they see that you've taken time, even in your own home country, to go down to the wall, mm-hmm. build the wall, um, and to talk to immigrants about the reality of, of the situation that they're in. And the reality is not the perception that most people get, like you said, um, in the media when you talk about the balkans to, to non-balkan people mm-hmm. there is equally a really twisted perception how difficult is that when you get back to like california and you say you've been to the to the balkans apart from people saying is there still a war on um, how, how do you square it with them to try and tell them what the reality of it is yeah here?
1: and you know every time i go on a trip they're like oh where are you going next and they're like bosnia they're like oh it's always oh or why or and um The good thing now is you know I've made several films about the Balkans, so I have been to so many incredible, beautiful places here, and uh, I just you know show them. I'm like watch my videos, and they watch and they're like, "Wow, like this place is incredible!" and 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 uh, I had no idea that this place was existed. Most of the time, most Americans are are very um, aware of our geography. We know that. There's Canada, Mexico, and then Europe, and then you know all these other countries, but they're not very aware of um, what's going on here. Um, but I, it's always, again, like an opportunity to show them and teach them and, and say, like, wow, th- this place actually can teach us a lot um, for Americans, you know. I, coming here to the Balkans, I've learned how to sit in silence, you know, be really engaged. Uh, in a conversation, when you have um, coffee, learn how to live less. In, in a sense, you know, in America, everyone's trying to go after this minimalism kind of life But Here, they're, they're, they're practicing that, you know. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that for the last, you know, 20, 30 years, or maybe even before that But They do more with less. And I find it ironic. It's, it's, it's like the people here are trying to be more Western, and then the people in Western countries are trying to go back. Um, so it's, it's, I think there's a balance there and I, that's why I love being able to come here, spend my summers here, but also go back in America and, um, be immersed in that culture. I love America for being super inspiring in the sense that, you know, if you have a dream, you know, go for it and, um, do whatever it takes. And I love that about America and America's like, let's, let's fucking do this. Let's let's go out. But at the same time, there's that burnout. And it's like, that, becomes part of your, that becomes really the only part of your identity, that my role and whatever I do. And when I come to the Balkans, it, it grounds me. It's like, no, it's about um, being present around you know, family and friends and, and having values and just enjoy having a dinner and be present.
0: I'd like to pick up on you saying doing more with less. Before you came here, to Bosnia this time, returning to Bosnia this time, you've just spent a number of weeks in Albania. Mm -hmm. And you said last night that one of the striking points was this difference between, I don't know what phrase you used, like, well, I'll I'll say the super rich and normality. There's like like no middle. And you said it's amazing how they seem to do, to survive with very, very little. That must be striking when you compare that to to the United States.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I don't think I've ever seen so many Range Rovers in a, in a neighborhood, or BMWs or Mercedes, but then also see you know people on 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 the street with like cars from the 40s, 50s, so that was a super contrast. Um, I only spent a few weeks there because I had to come up here to pick up my drone, because I want to get some amazing We just footage. had a bit of a crash today, to yes. be honest, yes. Uh, And you know what? This is why I actually uh, left the drone, because I crashed it last time. So me and drones are... (laughs) This is why Canada uh, outlawed outlawed it. But um, I was only there for a few weeks, so I, I don't know the underlying problems, the roots of really what's going on in Albania. And I don't like to, you know, jump to assumptions. And just like in Serbia, it took me, you know three, a couple of years to really understand the people, to really, to, to know what it is, um, to live in, in, in Serbia and what a Serbian is like. So I think that's why my first video, like it, it really resonated with a lot of Serbians. And I think with my Bosnian film, um, you know, I was here for three months and I don't think it was quite there as far as, uh, really understanding the day of life of, of, um, Of the people in Bosnia but I think you know having three months did give me a good understanding but Albania I need to be there for a good few months to to really understand to meet people I didn't really meet people I just met my host Um, but I do hope to go back and and my goal is each year to to do one country um, in the Balkans and I think the great opportunity I have is that when I someone watches a Serbian video They'll go to see the Bosnia video, and they'll, they'll see the Albania, and I think that's that's. I'm understanding now that it, that it's powerful because they can see that all these perceptions or all these uh, lies or rumors about you know our neighbors are, are are not true, and they can see that you know they're the same.
0: You're very focused on the story as Absolutely. a filmmaker, and you said to me, "Who cares about the tech? In relative terms, it's it's all about the story." Your storytelling technique is very raw. It's very, it, you know, with the greatest amount of respect, it's not Steven Spielberg, but it has more impact because it's actually looking at the people, I would say in, in, in an English phrase, warts and all. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the good and the bad, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of stuff that you see on YouTube and on the internet is super polished and, you know, colour graded to perfection and it, and it doesn't really tell um, the reality as it is. But to tell a... To tell a story and to tell <clears throat> a true story, sometimes you have to go outside your comfort zone with the possibility of maybe insulting people that you're filming. Do you find that at all
1: yeah in the beginning, especially just to you know pull out your phone and uh, it can be a bit intimidating and for example, when I was in shooting bittersweet bosnia um I stayed at a local's house in Kravica in, in the Republic of Srpska, and I the first time it was really hard for me to you know put the camera out and uh, but when I finally did, people weren't comfortable with it. They're like, "What are you doing?" And, and people did not want to be around the camera. So I was there for a few days. I left, and I came back, and I I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try this again." And I came back, and by that time I, I formed relationships with people. And uh, it's the same ex- exact thing as like people opening up to you. No one's gonna do it on the first try. You know, like, who are you? You need to, let's have some dinners first, let's get to know each other. And once people start to feel more comfortable with you and, and understanding why you're doing it, then it's easy um, to be able to have them tell, tell their stories.
0: You're gonna be leaving us in a few hours, and then you're taking the train down to Sarajevo. Trains in Bosnia are very far and few between, um, and you went to
1: Doboy. Mm-hmm.
0: What was it like going to Doughboy by train? Honestly,
1: I uh, got to the train station and I was like, "Okay, this is a you know run down and like no electricity." I was walking under the the tunnel and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is kind of uh, kind of raw." But as soon as I got into uh, you know, was greeted by the the trainsman and he let me in and smiled. I went in and, you know, it did look like something probably from 50 years ago. But the people are just warm. That always keeps me going. And even in like sketchy situations throughout the Balkans, like there's always that warm smile or people are always saying doberdan. Um, when the train started, it was like,
0: Aah.
1: I was like, oh God, this is going to be a very long train ride. But after that, um, it was the the train ride was just going into the beautiful countryside. It was so green, and you were able to see all the locals living with their houses. You can see kids playing, people getting off, and you know hugging their 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 mom and dads or getting off of school. And it was so beautiful. And I was just waving to people, and they would wave back. And and that moment, I was just like, "Wow, this is my life. I'm I'm very lucky." And as a kid, I I, I dreamed of this. You know, I watched the Travel Channel and I watched. Um, uh, what's the name of the crocodile hunter?
0: Oh, um, oh yeah, the guy that yeah, oh, God, I can't remember Steve something.
1: Yeah, Steve uh, or Samantha Brown on, yeah, yeah, on Travel yeah, yeah. Channel, and uh, but going to doorboy was was it was great. I uh, met a friend there who I actually uh, worked on Upwork, which is a freelancing mm-hmm. site, and he was he took me in to their house. He gave me that bottle. At we'll, look,
0: we'll look at the we'll look at the rack here in a moment, and uh, yeah, it was it was, it was great. Would you say it's a must, a must do when you come to the country? Take a train
1: ride. Absolutely, hell yeah! And uh, the the sketchier it is, the better it is. Like, if it doesn't, f- I think if you can capture uh, a vacation or, or experience or travel in your travels, if you can have a little bit of all those emotions, it kind of you know keeps you alive. You know, if everything's all scheduled. And everything's AC'd, Everything has Wi-Fi, and it, it's you're super comfy. Then you're not really um, feeling, you know, the whole uh, the ex- the power. The experience is not as powerful.
0: Yeah, I always say, do less, experience more. Yes. i um, talking about experiencing more. Um, when you leave Bosnia Herzegovina this time,
1: where do you go next? I don't know. I. The plan was for me to stay in the Balkans for the whole summer and just kind of, you know, capture interesting stories. But I just had an interview um, for a project back in the States for a show. And um, at this point, I'm willing to work with other teams. I want to learn as much as possible. And if I can work with a well-established production team and just learn, become a sponge, that's going to help me. Um, just become a better filmmaker, better, better storyteller. So right now, I, I don't know what's gonna happen, um, but I'm still gonna continue making films wherever I go. Um, the Balkans is always gonna be one of those topics that is always gonna be of interest. Immigrant stories in America is one that you know is my is my story. So I'm definitely gonna continue that and just laugh along the way. And I wanna uh, continue to just have that same theme of uncovering the truth. You know, we have, There's a perception, but let's find out the real truth, whether it's at the border wall or you know, a person in Albania or um, you know, something in, in Russia. That, that's always gonna be the core of my, of my content.
0: And finally, my dear chap, when you're away from the Balkans and you're meeting non-Balkan persons, what is the one thing that you include in, in, in when you talk about the Balkans to to non-Western Balkan people? What is the one thing that you always
1: include in, in your descriptions or talks? This region has lost a lot. And because of that, people know how to appreciate every moment, appreciate every dinner, appreciate every, you know, cheers you do. Um, and that's something that the whole world can learn from the Balkans. It's just how to laugh, how to um, eat, how to drink coffee. You guys, they're experts at it here. We can learn from that. But it's always the just the, the warmth and, and the heart of the people.
0: Jose, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you. And I'll see you... On the next one. Yeah, for sure.
0: Jose Angelo Galagos, a YouTuber and filmmaker from California. Jose has now gone off for more adventures, and I can assure you we will be keeping in touch and keeping you... Updated. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you do like it, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and there is a button in the show notes uh, if you'd like to buy me a coffee uh, so that we can help keep this podcast going. That would be greatly appreciated. And for those that have been sending me messages about Tamara, who's recently had her gallbladder removed, she's back on the road to recovery. So until the next episode, do stay safe. Wherever you are. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at an EnglishmanintheBalkans.com. See you next time. So that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthbalkans.com.